everybody and welcome. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost and uh, this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. So today, today, um, nothing fancy, nothing heavy. I'm just sitting here. Um, I'm finally able to do some fussy cutting again Be, uh, because, oh, the birds are up, um, because I finally cleaned my craft room, so I actually have a nice clean space to uh, fussy cut. So here I am, I'm fussy cutting. Can you hear me fussy cutting? But the scissors working. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to use a combination of my, uh, my regular scissors and my guillotine cutter and just cut out some things so they have them ready to go. Uh, for my junk journals, I find this is actually a pretty handy thing to do. And... Um, uh, it's not too hard. Um, I used to really not like fussy cutting, but now I'm, I'm, I'm learning to like it more. Yes. <laughs> Plus, uh, it's kind of a Zen experience, Zen feeling, sort of relaxing, but really the reason, okay. The reason I did the down deep down and, and dirty, super clean of my, uh, my craft space is because I am very soon, uh, sometime in September getting a new puppy and I'm so excited. And, uh, but I have to have a clean craft room so he can hang out with me here safely and not get into stuff. So anybody who has ever had a puppy in the craft room, you know what I'm talking about here, right? They like to go and pull things out of drawers, out of boxes, chew on this, chew on that, and it can be puppy disaster. And um, also, I think I need to reassess my rolling chair because... Uh, um, it's very easy for a little puppy to get under my rolling wheels and I can like roll over tails and wheel or feet and things like that. And that's a little concerning. So maybe I need to get like a, a stationary chair where uh, I don't slide around so much. I think it's probably a good idea. And I also fell off this chair once. So maybe, maybe it's time for a stationary chair. Uh, not injured, just uh, uh, surprised. My chair went one way and I went the other. <laughs> and I gracefully uh, landed in a squat position. I wasn't hurt. But um, it was, uh, uh, you know, like, huh, look at that. I'm on the ground, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, you know, stuff happens in the craft room. You think it's all, you know, peace and quiet and solitude and reckless abandon. No, no, no. Sometimes you uh, end up on the floor. <laughs> and I, I know some of you can relate as uh, we have all had uh, incidents. <laughs> yeah. All right. But it is, it is actually so refreshing to... Uh, see my room clean and I should really take some pictures of it or put some videos up. Okay, what I did was uh, I did take some snapshots of what it looked like before I cleaned it up and it was right after a big, um, I was making 11 gift bundle sets and some journals and things like that. So everything was everywhere uh, because that's just the way I create. I got I to gotta pull it all out so I can see it and um, you know, it was just, it was a fun free for all. Much reckless abandon was going on. I was having tons of fun, but my God, did I make a mess. Holy mackerel. And uh, uh, it was time. And uh, so I had to roll up my sleeves yesterday and it literally, it took me all day. And uh, yep, my birds are uh, up and at them. That's Holly announcing his, uh, he, he is fine. And I uh, just wanted to know everybody that he's thinking about you. And uh, that's my African gray parrot. And uh, he has already been up and at him and out to work today. Yes, he went on his construction job in my kitchen and he was working on some baseboards for me. Yeah, thank you very much, Holly. And I've actually donated a small set of my baseboards for his uh, uh, fun <laughs> and work. 
And he's so, so you should see him. He's so funny. He uh, he has this little serious look on his face when he's coming down off his cage, uh, and uh, he he like tromps across the kitchen floor and he goes over to his favorite baseboard and he, oh, I swear, I can see like a little construction hat and a little lunchbox under his wing as he goes. And it's like a little mission every day he goes over there. And I put some other things, fun things for him to play with. Like I crumple up some paper and I got these cute little straws that are paper straws so he can chew them up. And uh, we call them toys. He knows the word toy. And uh, so that's kind of fun. That's what, uh, that's what, Hall, yep. And now he's back at the cage uh, announcing his presence. Um, my little guy and uh, uh, my little lovies, my lovebirds are over in their cage and uh, they're not, uh, they don't, they have a very large uh, flight cage, but I don't let them out in the house because uh, uh, they can fly into plate glass and uh, accidentally knock themselves out, which is not good for them. So um, I try and make sure that they're safe, but they, they, uh, they bonded. They have a, a good life over there. And, um, so yeah, they love the fact that I work with paper because every once in a while I'll, I'll toss them some paper and I like crumple up some uh, white paper or something like that. And they get to chew on it and, uh, fake build a nest because, uh, they're both two boys, so they don't really lay eggs, but they like to chew paper and, and crunch it all up and stuff like that. So I like to give them something to work with. Uh, yeah, so just, hang- I can't believe the room is clean. I'm just in shock. It just looks so different. And I really, it was like a deep clean. Like I had to, I went down uh, on the floor and cleaned the floor and went under the little drawer, like, you know, those little tall rows of drawers, those plastic ones um, that most of us have uh, for uh, storing small stuff. I went under there and like vacuumed under there and cleaned under there and, and like got all, everything out. And you know, paper is very um, dusty and dust bunny creating and fabric. And when you're cutting and sewing and stuff, like it's really, really important to do a deep clean every once in a while because uh, you breathe all that stuff in. So you make sure you keep your, your environment a healthy environment for yourself because I think it'd be, it'd be good. So we want, I want you crafting a long time and having fun for years. And um, um, so I think I've mentioned I do have a, uh, a little uh, HEPA air filter in my craft room just to keep the air fresh. And or if you have a window, open a window. If, if the weather's nice outside, um, get some fresh air, get some movement. Or if you just have a craft area or, or you have a, maybe a migratory area where you like you pick up your stuff and you put it over by the TV or you put it on the dining room while you can uh, while you're crafting away, because that's all the room you got. And, um, you know, just uh, um, give yourself the gift of a, a clean space every once in a while. And believe me, I totally get it about the reckless abandon and messy craft space inspiration and all that kind of stuff. But there comes a time, there comes a time when sanity must prevail. And it's every, it's a good idea every once in a while just to do a, uh, I would say, I would love to say a quick deep clean, but there there wasn't nothing quick about this. This was an all day event because uh, I had to go so deep and it's just important. And I would say, um, eh, you know, I mean, I keep the floors and everything clean in here they get the washed weekly and vacuumed and all of that but really going under the shelves you know what I mean like that probably want to do that about uh, I don't know who who am I to say I I don't know what what the official the official uh, cleaning schedule should be but I would do it about four times a year maybe five six times a year depending on uh now that I'm making, I'm making so much stuff. Um, I'm thinking I'm gonna do a little more because uh, I saw what got under there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I gotta take care of is I got a, a little nest of cords beside me, electrical cords, and they 
What have I got plugged in? I have my heat gun, my air purifier, my desk, which was one of those upsy downsy desks that can go up and down electrically, and uh, my phone charger, and my two lights. I have two lights now. I'm so excited about my lights. I got my lights finally. Um, I hope that uh, they, that shows up better on my videos for you, so you can you can see easier. Um, but. Uh, and, and so I can see easier. Believe me, uh, these uh, 56-year-old eyes uh, need as much light as possible, and they're reading glasses so that I can uh, I can see what on earth I'm doing. Like here, I'm fussy cutting, and uh, I'm the kind of person that buys about 50 pair of um, dollar store reading glasses, and then I just put them everywhere in the house because my reading glasses migrate. I mean, they move when I'm not looking. And I am, you know, swear, other than on my head, they are somewhere that um, I'm not. And uh, so I have to, I spend a lot of time looking for them. So I, my solution was just to buy, you know, a hundred pair and stick them in a drawer. And that way I have this drawer very close to my craft desk. So if I migrated somewhere with my glasses and put them down in the kitchen, in the bathroom, in the bedroom, whatever, I still have another pair I can grab. And that has really saved running around time. Yes, Holly, we do hear your impression of a smoke alarm. Thank you. <laughs> Always very proud of his smoke alarm sound. All right, Holly. Everybody hears you and we, and we applaud you greatly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, uh, so keeping those glasses close. I don't know if you need glasses or not, but uh, gosh, I remember when I didn't need glasses at all and I could see so well and especially close up. I had really good close up vision, which was great for crafting. And I used to do a lot of beading, like uh, jewelry craft at the time. So you need like supersonic, I don't know if that's the right word, but supersonic eyeballs. You know what I mean? Like uh, bionic eyeballs. There we go. And uh, um, that is a really uh, handy bit of body uh, functioning to have when you're crafting. But now they have so many things. I mean, let's face it. um, A lot of us who craft, um, we might be a little bit older. We might be younger. But a lot of us who are older um, uh, might need a little assistance in that department. And um, so one of these lights I got was a... um, I'll try to show it on a video. Um, But uh, it has the, you know, they have these magnifier things in them. I don't really use the magnifier thing so much, but I might, you know, depending on what happens with the eyeballs. Uh, But you have to look through it and then craft below the light so that you can look through the magnifier thing. That might be a little awkward, but it's a possibility. But I haven't needed to go there yet, but I got it just in case. And just the regular ring light, which uh, just gives me some nice soft ambient um, task lighting. And then I have uh, one, two, three, four big, um, I would call them 75 watt or 100 watt light bulbs in this room to flood the room with light. And uh, they're those LED lights, so they don't create heat, but they do create a lot of light. And um, that, I hope, gives enough light for the videos. But uh, yeah, so I have, uh, I, 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 you know, I, I just thought, geez, I, you know, I got to get in there and fussy cut because... Um, we got some fussy cutting to do. Okay, so right now I'm doing like, a, oh, this little girl, a vintage picture of a little girl and a Christmas tree. It's so cute. I just love that picture. Okay, so what else do I want to fussy cut? I got a bunch of stuff over here. Oh, okay. Well, we got some. Uh, oh, I'm gonna do the freebie. My freebie from the uh, um, the free monthly newsletter. That's a really cute picture uh, in September of this little girl. 
who uh, is holding some root beer. It's a root beer ad, and um, it's an old vintage um, Victorian trade card. And that's how they used to advertise way back then um, with these trade cards. And they're so cool because they have um, a beautiful, they have had artists make these beautiful pictures on one side. And it's funny because they could be from, you know, cigarette companies, tobacco companies, I mean, you know, stuff that you wouldn't associate with pretty pictures. But they uh, figured how are they going to get people to collect their stuff and, and put them in scrapbooks back in the Victorian days. And they would make these gorgeous, gorgeous collectible cards. And, um, then they would have their advertising on the back or even a little bit on the front. Um, but the, the images are just lovely. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just fell in love with these things when I, I didn't even know they existed. And then all of a sudden I discovered them and oh, I like had to have them. And, um, I'm trying to think if that's where my collecting started with these Victorian trade cards. I just love them. Um, sometimes they can get a little pricey to buy. Uh, you know, you just gotta keep your eyes open. And when you come across them, you know, just try and make a good deal for yourself. Uh, you know, I think, um, you know, there's different qualities in cards and things like that, but you know, today with there's so many um, digital kits, um, not just mine, but like a lot of the people too, you can get beautiful images of um, uh, Victorian trade cards, and uh, they're just they're just amazing. Okay, so we have that one. It's uh, that little girl with the root beer. Oh, got a white paper in here for no particular reason. And what do we got next? Oh, we got more tickets. Okay, we like tickets. Yeah, let's do some tickets. All right. Okay, and. Uh, so today on the roster, I think that uh, I'm going to be working on another journal. It's going to be a bigger journal. Um, uh, it's going to be a fully decorated journal. And I uh, don't know when it's going to be ready, but I am going to work on it. And uh, it'll just probably appear magically in the old Paper Outpost Etsy shop. Um, probably won't do a video on it. And the reason why I don't do the videos on them as much because, and I just post them at random times is to give everybody an equal and a fair crack at getting them. Some, I've noticed that if I do videos on stuff or if I do it at a, like, if I do it before, um, 12 o'clock, uh, noon, that wipes out pretty much most of, uh, California. They don't really get a chance to, uh, to get something because they're still asleep. So uh, I try and do it like um, after, oh man, I mean, I'll just pop it in there. But um, I'll, I'll try and, uh, if I'm gonna do something, try and do it uh, in the afternoon, but not always. That's not true because the last bundles I did, I did them, I popped it in as a seven o'clock video. So you just never know. So the best thing to do is just, you know, periodically, I mean, if you are interested in something, just take a peek over at the Etsy shop and see what's there because you never know. You may find something that just magically appeared on its own without any warning. And uh, anyway, I thought just that that way everybody gets a fair crack at it. It could come like a Tuesday, a Thursday, a Sunday. You know, you just never know. So um, um, it kind of just depends on when I get done with it. And uh, um, so I get to do the new, uh, now that I've uh, done a few gift sets and things like that, which are really a lot of fun for me to do because um, I like to make different things. And this allows me to make a bunch of different things. So I kind of like these gift bundle ideas. So you might see some more of those. Like, And they'll probably always be different, what they include. Just because I like to play. I like to play with paper and make different things. So... Um, 
Uh, and, you know, we got the holidays coming up and all that kind of thing. And um, those those kinds of things are rocking. So, yeah, it's that time now. We crafters get busy for, for Christmas now because we got to make the stuff so that it's ready to go and get shipped and all that kind of stuff for the Christmas season. So, um, you know, crafter Christmas is really July, starts July. And uh, we just get, get rocking. And it doesn't matter whether you're going to sell or gift things or what have you not it's just uh it takes time to make stuff and you don't want to be rushed that's i think a big thing you don't um once i feel myself rushing through something i i stop because i know that the quality of what i'm going to make might suffer and also my uh, creativity might suffer and that's just no fun for me and i really want to keep this experience fun fun for me fun for you guys and uh have a good time at it so I figure if I stay ahead of the game, whatever the game is, I'm not quite sure what that means, Pam. But uh, if I, I just take my time and I settle in and I craft and then I um, craft until my little crafting urge is satisfied for the day and then I'm done and then I go do other, you know, life responsibility things. Like somebody's got to go get the groceries, somebody's got to go pay the bills, somebody's got to, you know, whatever we got to do and uh, do all that stuff and then of course i get that little burning itch urge i gotta go back i gotta go back and craft some more and then i like i'm salivating like i really want to craft you know like let me in there let me in there can't wait to get back in there i'm having ideas i i I need to go express these feelings in my paper um and then i'm like hopping like a little rabbit right back in here and you guys might uh, i'm hoping you're experiencing that same feeling where you just can't wait to get back to your your craft room and uh, the rest of life is just uh, annoyingly getting in the way of that (laughs) And that's a good thing. That's a good thing because that means you're actually having fun uh, making stuff. And uh, you don't even have to make stuff. Sometimes you like to just go in there and sit in there and be with your stuff. Sometimes you just want to spend a day cleaning the room, just getting organized. I find great, um, you know, peace of mind comes from organizing stuff. Um, It's almost like I'm organizing my brain and my mind at the same time when I start going through my drawers in my craft room and that's another way for me to get inspired again because uh, I, I forget what I have honestly and when, if you can't see it it does not exist it's like you never bought it it has it, it doesn't it doesn't exist because you're never going to pull it out and use it if you don't know you have it so sometimes it's important to pare down a little bit even though you got tons of stuff and you're thinking but I, I collected all this stuff and I got to put it to good use and uh, my scrap box overflow with at the moment um and i feel you know bad about like maybe getting rid of something or, or moving it to the default position in the garage that's called my second chance my second chance room like if i'm falling over something over and over again and i'm not using it that much i will stick it in the garage for a while and then if i still don't go back and use it then when i go to clean the garage it's i i feel like okay you had your chance and i never used you so it's time that you move on and uh, so off it goes. And uh, so that's kind of what I do. Um, now, you may or may not have a garage. Sometimes you may, uh, due to space constraints, you may have to make decisions on what stays and what goes um, immediately. And uh, I applaud you for making those decisions early. Um, those are harder decisions to make. But you know what? It can also make your life much easier because then you're not moving things twice you know then you're done you know what i mean you've made your decision you keep it or you get rid of it and you carry on or sometimes when i'm cleaning well actually you know what i'm gonna do i am going to carry on because i got a lot of fussy cutting to do we will carry on with the next session and we will go 
forward into reckless abandon together with the fussy cutting and more junk journal talk. So, um, um, just, uh, uh, oh, if you're looking for any, um, my Amazon store contains any favorite tools or supplies that I commonly use. If you're looking for those, please check those out there. I have an Etsy shop, which has lots of vintage digital kits for you to uh, purchase anytime. Um, sometimes folks like to use those if they don't, they can't find um, old paper ephemera or it's too expensive or they have no place to store it. The vintage digital kits are a good solution. And, um, I have a monthly emailed newsletter where I um, send you some junk journal tips, a free digital image monthly, a checklist of supplies for junk journalers to keep their eyes open for in the world, and a note from the bookmaker. Uh, you can print out. Uh, my videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 a.m. My podcasts come out Tuesdays and Thursdays. I put my playlists at the bottom and at the end of most videos, and you can find me on Instagram, Pinterest, Etsy, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Come and join our Facebook group. We're having a lot of fun over there doing weekly and monthly challenges and just chatting about junk journals in general. And welcome to all my new members. I'm so happy you came along. So um, have fun and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.